Have you finished your personal statement yet? Now's the perfect time to get it professionally reviewed by a medical school HQ expert advisor. We have former directors of admissions, admissions officers, and the like on our small team of amazing people. They have the inside knowledge from reading thousands and thousands and thousands, tens, if not 100,000 personal statements going through the process and setting up the process for their whole committee. They know exactly what medical schools look for and the common red flags that can get your entire application thrown out. Take advantage of our flash sale right now, going through May 6th, up to 6,000 characters reviewed for just $150. That's a $75 discount on our regular price. Go to editmyps.com. Again, that's editmyps.com. If you're applying to medical school in 2022 to start medical school in 2023, join me Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, or Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern at premedworkshop.com. Go register today. I'm going to show you how to tell your story in your application. Again, that's premedworkshop.com. If you are applying to medical school in 2022, be there or be square. The Medical School HQ Podcast, session number 75. Don't fill in your application with fluff, with stuff. What you do is not important. Why you do it means so much more. Hey, this is Z-Dog MD, rapper, physician, legendary turntable health revolutionary, and part-time gardener. And you're listening to the Medical School HQ podcast, hosted by the irredeemably awesome Ryan Gray. Welcome back. I am your host, Dr. Ryan Gray, and I believe that competition amongst your pre-med and medical student peers is detrimental to becoming a great physician. In this podcast, we show you how collaboration, hard work, and honesty are critical to becoming a superior physician in today's healthcare environment. Welcome back. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I uh, My day started very early today. Today is Wednesday, the day I'm releasing this podcast. And I was getting some medical treatment. And I will talk about that in an upcoming podcast. But I do want to talk about the Princeton Review. Today is April 30th. But we're going to talk about the May special that the Princeton Review has for you, the Medical School HQ podcast listener. They're back in May this month with another great deal off of their MCAT Ultimate Classroom or MCAT Ultimate Live Online course. When you use the code MSHQ5, the number 5, at PrincetonReview.com during checkout, you will save 10% off of the Ultimate Classroom or Ultimate Live Online course. Princeton Review, thank you very much for your continued support of the Medical School HQ podcast. I also wanted to let you know before we get into today's topic that this podcast is also also brought to you by freemcatgift.com. At freemcatgift.com, you can download a brand new 30-plus page report on the most important pieces of MCAT information that you need to know. 
Take your knowledge of the MCAT to the next level by going to freemcatgift.com and downloading the free report today. So today, it's just me and you. And I want to have a heart-to-heart with you. When you, if you, have signed up for anything on our website, including the free MCAT gift uh, download that I just mentioned, you get put onto a, an email list. And one of the first emails that I send you is an email asking you, what, are, what is stressing you out? What are you worried about? If I had to guess, I, I, I haven't formally run any specific numbers, but if I had to guess, the majority, probably 70 to 75% of you come back with, the MCAT is stressing me out. My applications are stressing me out. I don't know if I did enough to get into medical school. I don't know if my scores are enough to get into medical school. And I want to do this podcast so that when I get these emails, I can send people here to listen to this podcast to put their mind at ease. Hopefully, hopefully put their mind at ease. Because asking the question... And the ultimate question they're asking is, what are my chances of getting into medical school? That's the ultimate question, right? That's why we do what we do. That's why we sacrifice, hopefully, as pre-meds to get the best grades as possible, get the best MCAT score as possible, fit in as many extracurricular activities as you can, get as much research done as you can. That's we do all of that to get into medical school. And so when it comes down to the wire and you're actually submitting your applications and you're going, wow, what, what are my chances of getting in? That is a very stressful question. But one that ultimately is a waste of your energy, a waste of stress, and a waste of time. Right now on Student Doctor Network, under their allopathic, their MD form, they have a subform, what are my chances? In that subform, there are 19,904 message uh, discussions with over 160,000 messages. Now, if you try to do the math on that, how long it takes to type up a a question, how long it takes to uh, respond to that question, how long it takes that person that wrote the initial question to read all of the responses, what, what is being gained from putting that question out there getting answers that ultimately have nothing to do with reality and only serves to maybe put your mind at ease or maybe freak you out more. Because if you go and read these forms, what, it's, what the majority of them say is, I have a 3.5 and a 28 on the MCAT. What are my chances? 
And here are some of the schools I'm thinking about applying to. And the responses, <laughs> a large majority of the time, are, you're crazy for applying to this school and that school. You should be looking at, at this one or that one or good luck in the Caribbean or go to Canada or whatever they may be. The responses sometimes are ridiculous. But ultimately, the response, the answer is, your chance of getting into medical school is 0% if you don't apply. If you do apply, your chances of getting into medical school are 100% individual to your application. Now, we love to quote, and, and I do it all the time, the AAMC, the and I'll have a link in the show notes eventually. I don't think I'm going to put the show notes out immediately following the release of this podcast, but I'll get them out there in the next day or two. But the AAMC, if you, if you search for AAMC data, you can look at statistics over the last three years and see the grid of MCAT and GPA. And it's, it's table 24 if you're looking for it. And their newest one for 2013 shows 2011 through 2013 aggregated data. And when you're looking at it with your GPA and your MCAT, if, if I'll, I'll give you a number, if I had a 3.7 GPA and a 30 on the MCAT, if I go across, then I can see that there were 8,693 applicants with similar GPA and MCAT to myself and 5,884 acceptances for a percentage of 67.7%. 67.7% is not my chance of getting into medical school. If somebody asked me, here are my numbers, what are my chances, then I would point them to this grid and say, here's what the data shows for the last three years. But that answer is not their answer. 67.7% would not be my chance of getting into medical school. Why is that? Think about it. I am an individual applicant applying to individual schools based on my preferences, based on where I want to live, based on what I want to study, based on the patients I may want to treat, based on the hospitals that may be affiliated with that school. And my application tells a story that is 100% different than every other application that was submitted. My personal statement is different. My letters of recommendation are different. My experiences are different. My reasons are different. And this is why I say not to fill your application with fluff or stuff. What you do is not important. Why you do it means so much more. It's that why that separates you from everybody else. 
if you did something just to put it on the application, if you did research just to prove that you had research, to check that box, you're not separating yourself. If you did research because your brother or sister or mom or dad or best friend had a rare cancer and you went and did research and tried to to improve our understanding of that cancer and help cure it, hopefully in the future, that is why. That is strong. That is something that will come across in a personal statement. That is something that you can talk for hours about in an interview. And that is something that an admissions committee member will be able to pick up on your passion, your why, and wants you at that school. Why is so much more important than what? There's a great book out there by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. And this is where I got a lot of, uh, a lot of the ideas for the why of your application. It's a great book. It talks more. It's a lot of business stuff, um, but the message behind it is powerful. And I recommend you read it if you like reading some other things other than uh, reviewing for the MCAT. So this is another reason why it's hard to go out and say, I have a 3.7 and a 30 on the MCAT. And oh, look, my brother Johnny last year had the same exact stats and he got into five schools. Therefore, I'm going to get into five schools. What you need to understand is that every 4.0 GPA and 40 on the MCAT is not the same. If I lined up every student that had the exact same stats on their GPA and MCAT, they all tell a different story. And not every admissions committee wants every 4.0 and 40 MCAT student. The admissions committees are building a community of students that fits their need, what they have in mind for the types of students, the type of community that they're trying to build. And the data, the, this, the, the numbers behind those applications aren't what build those communities the personal statements, the experiences, the letters of recommendation, the why. Why does somebody want to go to that school? Why does somebody want to be a physician? What do they want to do with their MD or DO degree? That is more powerful than a 40 and a 4.0. Do the best you can on, the, on your MCAT. Do the best you can with your GPA, but figure out why you're doing this and you'll be able to tell a much better story than everybody else. I think, I think that's enough for today. I, I think, I hope, I hope that you take what I'm saying seriously because it's a huge mental hurdle to, to understand and to be okay with not having the perfect, quote-unquote, perfect GPA or MCAT. The GPA and MCAT that a school puts out there in the MSAR or the CIB, the two books that you look at for DO and NMD schools, 
that those GPAs and MCATs are averages. They are just a statistical number, a mathematical number of the average of last year's class. Moving forward, that doesn't mean anything. If you're below that, if you're above it, it doesn't mean anything. Yes, it helps to narrow down. Possibly, maybe there's some equations out there or there's the rule of thumb out there where you want to be plus minus four on your GPA or plus minus 0.4 on your, uh, uh, plus minus 0.4 on your GPA, plus minus four on your MCAT. It's a rule of thumb. If, if you feel you're a great fit for that school, if your why fits with their why, perfect. Go for it. But make sure you want to go there. Make sure that you'll be a good fit there. Talk to them. Let them know who you are. If you are well, well, well below their standards, uh, their averages, talk to somebody there and say, here's my story. Here's my why. And last week's episode with Carrie, session 74, you can listen to that medicalschoolhq.net slash 74. She talked about how she did that when she was applying to school. She needed to do her classes at a community college. And if you went and asked the majority of people out there, they would say, do not do your pre-med classes at a community college. Med schools don't want that. They don't like that. But you know what? She had to. That's what fit with her life. Having kids, having a husband who was deploying all the time, that fit for her. That's what she needed to do. She went out and solicited advice from the school she was interested in going to, and they said, you know what? Do it. We'll see you here in a couple of years. And she did it. Now she's uh, finishing her first year in medical school. So it's not all about raw numbers. It's your story. Every one of you have a different story. Find it, build it, and tell it. That's your job as an applicant to medical school. All right, that's enough for today. I hope you took something out of this. I hope you take it, run with it, build on it. Let me know what you think. Go to medicalschoolhq.net slash 75. Leave us a comment and tell us what your why is. Why are you doing what you're doing? I don't want to see what your stats are and and asking a question, what are my chances? Because that doesn't matter. Why you're doing what you're doing matters. Come say hi to me. I'm on Twitter, Medical School HQ, or you can shoot us an email. I am Ryan at medicalschoolhq.net. Allison is at allison at medicalschoolhq.net. We did have one new five-star review this past week. We are up to 160 uh, five-star reviews. It's awesome. This one was by Unstuckable. They said, must listen for anyone applying to med school. Thank you, Unstuckable, for that. Also, one other huge, monumentous feat in the medical school HQ podcast uh, history or, or 
accomplishments. This episode will push us over 100,000 downloads, which is amazing. 75 shows, 100,000 downloads. It's, I did the math. It was like 1,100 something uh, downloads per episode, which is awesome. 1,333 downloads per episode. We actually have more than 100,000 because of the different services that we use. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud now. Uh, we're building up there. So we have more than 100,000, but I, I go by the, a lot of the iTunes-specific data. 100,000 downloads. Awesome. Thank you to everyone who takes time to listen to us every week, almost every week. And hopefully you're learning and what we're teaching and you're building and you're using that information to go out and teach others. If you find this podcast useful, spread the word. That's what I want from you today. Spread the word. Go tell your classmates about it. Go put it on your Facebook page. Go tweet it out to people. Let them know that we exist. There are hundreds, it's like 100,000 pre-med students every year. We need every one of those students to listen to this podcast to inform them what they're doing, inform them on what to do and how to do it to the best of their ability so that we have the best applicants to medical school possible, the best physicians in the future possible. Because it's those physicians that are treating my wife with her Crohn's disease, which we've talked about in the past, and which are treating my new lovely uh, ailment that I'll talk about in the future. So. I'm going to leave you with that. Go share our message. Go let people know that we exist. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. I hope you join us next time here at the medical school headquarters.